powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. What a great show we've got lined up for you. This is Tony Richards, and today on the program, my special guest is Amy Anderson from the great state of Florida, and her company is called Wild Coffee Marketing. Amy's going to come on the show and discuss how she helps their clients build their brands and their businesses. That's coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Amy's on hold, and we will get to her in just a few seconds. I'm going to focus today on five big, clear quotes that'll help you get inspired for your week. So I'll have that before the show is over. Today's Better Than Before program is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. Like I said, Amy Anderson's coming up as our special guest here on Better Than Before on the C-Suite Radio Network. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and today we are joined by Amy Anderson. She's a widely respected and creative industry leader with more than 25 years of experience at brands such as Calvin Klein, 17, and the New York Times Digital. As co-founder of Wild Coffee Marketing, she focuses on transforming businesses through a diverse set of disciplines and tailor-made teams. Seeing the unique opportunity to blend creativity and data, she improves both brands and entire organizations. Amy's specialties expand across brand strategy, creative design, digital marketing, PR, and marketing consulting. She has a track record of driving value for her clients through conceptualizing and implementing brand and growth strategies, organizing outsourced teams, and developing innovative marketing initiatives. Building wild coffee from the ground up has allowed Amy to have a unique perspective of the entrepreneurial journey, especially as it relates to scaling startups and leading with compassion during demanding times. 
She drives strategy, creativity, and implementation across Wild Coffee's client roster. As you can see, she would make an excellent guest for your next podcast. So that's why I have her on today, because she's an excellent guest for my podcast. Amy, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. I am glad you are here today. And we've been just bantering before we went on live talking about the Florida weather. And we're having Florida weather in Missouri here, too. So I think think there's Florida weather everywhere. I was just in Atlanta and I said, well, I'm ready to go back to the tropics. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. But I like this better than winter. So all day. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I read some stuff in there about your bio, but why a marketing firm? Why did you decide to do that as your entrepreneur journey? Well, I was always a corporate person, right? I graduated from Chapel Hill. You and I talked about what year that was. So I have been doing this for many years. We'll keep that between ourselves. (laughs) You keep mine and I'll keep yours. Absolutely. It's secret to save with me. But I've been in marketing capacities, mostly on the client side for many years. And I had a life change and I found myself a single mom with two young boys at six and eight years old and going back into the corporate world where I had always been very comfortable and I was a good corporate person. I knew how to function in that environment. I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. What I saw was two young boys who would not be seeing much of their mother with travel hours. And this was 12 years ago. And so I decided to start my own consulting firm and saying, you know what? I think that I can add value to multiple companies from a strategy and marketing perspective. And that's when I started consulting about five years ago. That sounds very familiar to my own story about I think I can add value to people through coaching. Very similar. So I'm reading over some of these notes that I was reading about you. Tell me a little bit about your terminology that you use. What is your marketing foundation? Marketing foundation, we find that a lot of companies, even big ones, right? We work with companies typically five to 55 million in revenue. They get really excited and want to get really tactical right away. And what they do, Tony, to fail to do is to build a foundation on strategy. Very often, companies will go and engage in marketing without really understanding who their target customer is, what truly matters to them, and what pain points they're solving. Mm -hmm. So before we start any engagement, we do ideal customer interviews. We will go in and say, give us a list of five to seven of your ideal customers. And oftentimes why people choose to work with you or buy your products or services is not why you think it is. I often say clients think they know what they want, but they don't know what they need. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that to really, truly get in the hearts and minds of your customers allows you to speak to them really effectively. Also, what is your unique value proposition? Where are you positioned in the market? Mm-hmm. As far as a competitive standpoint, we look at all of that. So we understand the competitive landscape. We understand the opportunities and the gaps. We understand who your target customer is. And then we can start to build some strategy. But without knowing who it is you're going to say what to, you can't determine when or how. I got right? you. Mm-hmm. So it's not on my list of things I wanted to talk to you about, but I just got to ask because I was just on your website right before we went on. Where did the name Wild Coffee Marketing come from? I wish it were some elaborate creative story, but it is a plant native to South Florida that was growing outside my window when I was writing my business plan. 
Cool. And I really, as I mentioned, I'm a bit of an accidental entrepreneur. I am not one of the people who was selling lemonade on the street at five and had a side hustle in college. I really was a corporate route all the way. And so I actually, while I was writing this business plan, asked a friend, in two weeks, will you hold me accountable to going to lunch and letting me pitch my concept to you? And so I was writing, writing, working on this business plan, and I see Wild Coffee growing outside the window. And it was a plant that I often had to cut back with a machete. It was vibrant. It survived anything. It was growing and had to be cut back. And I said, what a great analogy for a consulting firm that helps companies grow. And that's why we named it that. Well, sometimes serendipity enters in, right? I mean, sometimes you're just in the right place, right time. I love the name. I was just intrigued by, I wonder where that came from. Thank you. And while coffee has some stopping power, right? It makes you think, do people think that we market coffee companies? Sure. Sometimes that's all right. I'm happy I never, I never, I never thought that. Yeah. We've had a couple inquiries over the years on that, but it's really hard in this environment to name. Everything is taken. You do a knockout trademark search, somehow your category, someone has reserved it. And then domains also. So you have to get really creative and descriptive brand names don't really work well in this environment anymore. You know, Salesforce is descriptive. It's more suggestive than descriptive, but it's hard to stand out and to create that stopping power and be able to pass trademark. Well, I'll be honest with you. When I saw the name, I thought immediately, I thought, hmm, I wonder what happens when you use them. <laughs> Wild coffee marketing. I mean, it just sounds like anything could happen, you know? Absolutely. Well, we also have an HR company. So we have Wild Coffee Human Resources as oh. well. And to me, I want Wild Coffee to be synonymous with outsourcing. And I think that in this market, when everyone seems to be distributed and so many functions within a company are outsourceable, Marketing and HR were two areas we thought really made sense. So we provide consulting in those areas and it starts on strategy and then we handle the implementation. So on the HR side, it may just be recruiting, writing employee handbooks, or it may be running the whole HR function of a company on an outsourced basis. It's an incredible coincidence. I have a friend in Jacksonville and she and her sister do the same thing. She With does. marketing and HR? Mm -hmm. I yep. would love to meet them. Yep. Jennifer Holland. And her sister's name escapes me at the moment, but their name of their company is the Holland Helix. They do brand work and they do HR work. That's wonderful. And you know, there's something we're actually writing about this this week is that in a market as tight as we're all working in right now with hiring, that recruitment marketing is an area of focus of a lot of our marketing clients and a lot of our HR clients. Gotcha. And that's because you have to stand out to attract employees. And then once you are hiring them and recruiting them, what are you offering besides compensation that will make them choose to work with you? And it's a labor market. So we work really hard at that. We're always looking, always recruiting, trying to augment the team. Now, you were telling me that since you've kind of expanded your business more nationwide, how many people do you have? 20. And so you have 20 working remotely. We do. How do you manage that? Oh, my goodness. Well, we started that way. We never saw the value of having an expensive office because we were spending time on site with clients. When we first started in Miami, there were three of us, and we would actually go and sit in clients' offices. As we grew, we still did that. And then COVID happened. And what happened was that companies do not care as much about seeing you face-to-face. -face. So we were able to expand our client base more nationally, and we were able to expand our employee base nationally. As far as managing them, what do you need in that engagement? 
systems of accountability that you have to create for them. So, and process is really important because you're not seeing each other all the time. Everybody needs to be going through some of that. So we get together once a year. So everyone's flying in in July, which is very exciting for us. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Finally. So great. I haven't met some of them, Tony. Yeah. I have employees in Seattle, Dallas, Virginia, Boston, have not met them. So we're going to do that. And then project management software, communication and chat channels. And then when COVID was happening or coming out of that, really checking in and getting to know them and making an effort to get to know them and making them connected to the sort of the greater purpose of the company is just something that is natural to us, but we have to work out all the time. So since you have an HR partner, I'm sure that culture is a big deal for you in your company, right? So tell me a little bit about that. Well, I am the driver of culture in Wall Coffee. It's something that's very important to me. I have a brilliant business partner, Solomon Wansier. He's a little bit more focused on operations and we sort of divide integration, visionary duties in an EOS world. But I think that for me, I've been very intentional on compassion and kindness. And in org- it's those micro interactions We have all of the time where you can show empathy, consideration of the person and of the organization and of the client, communication as part of that, and really understanding them and showing courage. We're very open, transparent, close. And I think it has permeated the organization where someone wrote me yesterday and said, I love being here because people are so willing to help all the time, your peers, junior people who come into the organization to help Solomon and me. It's just, I think that compassion and kindness makes people feel safe and they can innovate more. They can work more. They can deliver more value to clients because they feel safe and cared for in an organization. Tell me a little bit about your leadership philosophy. How do you approach that? Mm, My goodness. Well, I think awareness is very important as leaders. And I also think that The emotional intelligence quotient with awareness and sort of knowing how you are with your people, understanding each of their currencies to help lead them and guide them, and also always giving them the context of why. I don't think people can effectively work in an organization without having an attachment. You know, Simon Sinek, who I love, talks about everybody knows what they do. Mm -hmm. Most people know how they do it but few people really understand why. So I believe in that context and that why and sharing that we're very open with revenue numbers, profitability numbers in a company of 20, because we want them to understand what they're contributing to, where we're going, what the plan is, why, why we exist. So I think that's really important. Yeah. I have a model I designed that I use with all my clients called the personal leadership paradigm. And the linchpin of it is emotional intelligence. And I truly believe the number one CEO skill is self-awareness. Must be. Closely followed by self-regulation. It's one thing to know what the temperature is, but it's another to be able to adjust the thermostat, right? Absolutely. And when I'm looking at, you know, I don't have the benefit of being in the room with all of them all the time. So Friday mornings is our all team meeting at 11 a.m. Eastern Central or Eastern Standard, sorry. And I'm watching them. And so we kick off every single meeting. We were doing good business moment of the week, good personal moment of the week, but now we're 20, those are 40 moments. And so that started to get a little long and now we have win of the week. So it could be business, 
or it could be a personal win. We do that sort of as an icebreaker to get everybody engaged in a meeting, but really it's to understand them. What makes them thrive? What makes them excited about work? What are they taking pride in? Or personally, I want to hear about their families. I want to know them. And so I think that that's been really important part of our culture. And I care. I want, I want to hear what's happening. We have apparently, did you know there's a crow diving season in Seattle? No. Well, apparently there are crows who dive bomb you. And that was one of our team members win of the week that she put googly eyes on the back of a wild coffee baseball hat to avoid getting attacked by crows from behind. I have not laughed that hard. (laughs) That's a meeting I would have liked to have attended. Yes, it was. It's so funny. But how else would I have known that? Because in the course of business, we're not sharing that and we don't have the water cooler. Right. But you've also... You've got that on your agenda. So they're thinking about what they want to share. They're thinking about, oh, I could bring this to the meeting. That's a good way to kick it off. You know? Yes. And it gives them something to look forward to sharing. And sometimes they're very strategic about it. They're like, all right, I have three wins. I'm combining into one. And it's really a chance for us to celebrate each other, to know each other. And I think that's a very important part of the culture. I would never start a team meeting and say, welcome, here's the agenda. Yeah. And actually agenda has been feeling like a very binding word to some of our clients in meetings, because you know, agenda has that negative connotation. Someone has an agenda, mm-hmm. especially if it's hidden. Exactly. So we've just been, you know, here are our points of discussion today. We'd like to know what you'd like to add, what is on your mind. It could be market conditions. It could be something happening in the business, something you want to share with us, something different you need from us. And then we have our five things that we're going to go through. And, and so even in that approach with clients, we're very sort of open and trying to keep things not pushing one way. Well, I like points of discussion. Yes. I like that a lot. Tell me a little bit about how you approach clients. Oh, well, a lot of people say that clients are their partners or they treat them like that, but do people really break down what that means, right? Marketing deserves, I believe, a voice in the C-suite at all companies because with digital being first, oftentimes marketing owns the customer experience. Before someone would walk into a store or they would call on the phone and maybe get right to sales, but they're going to your owned media, which is your website first. And that is something that's very important. We also own a lot of the data. So the way we typically approach clients is before we engage with them, we view it more of a job interview because we need them to get to know us. If you're going to outsource all of your marketing to my team and treat us as your outsourced CMO, you really need to get to know our skill sets. It's not the same as hiring a digital marketing firm that has a menu of services. You really want to know if I can handle the strategic vision of your company from a marketing perspective. After those strategy sessions, we put together scopes of work and that includes, we ask to be included in all executive meetings. So your goal is really to be the CMO. Yes. You're, you're an outsourced CMO, really. I am, yes. And so does that, I, it's kind of a, I guess I'm splitting hairs here, but are you ever asked to be the chief brand officer? Yes, yes, absolutely. Because it, it is different, right? Yes. Approaching the project as a brand versus approaching the marketing is a little bit different. I don't, I don't think a lot of people just really know the difference, but I was just curious if companies approach you that way. They do. So Carolina Skiff is one of the largest manufacturers of boats under 30 feet in the United States. They also own Sea Chaser. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been their outsourced marketing team for three years. 
And we recommended to them, you really need to take this brand that has so much heritage and affinity in the market and move it more towards a lifestyle brand. It needs to be more oriented towards people having an amazing experience on the water and not just selling boats all the time. So that was part of our engagement was to really, and actually we're about to go into another engagement with web and sort of branding with them is to understand the value of this brand, the equity they have, the meaning behind it, what it means to their fans and start to move the brand in that direction. And we've done that a lot through engaging on social media, using user-generated content, a lot of video, and it's joined the lifestyle. It's not by this boat, it's joining the Carolina Skiff lifestyle. So that branding work becomes very much a part of a lot of our engagements with some of these bigger brands. Very cool. What are some of the big mistakes that companies are making out there with their marketing? Think that they know why customers buy from them and just dive right in. There was a case study that I read about a construction firm that thought that their craftsmanship was at the heart of everything they did and why customers bought from them. When they went and interviewed their ideal customers, it turned out it was the fact that they kept the job sites so impeccably clean, that they were organized, they arrived on time and had clean job sites. It was almost as though the craftsmanship was by the wayside. It was the dependability and not the actual work itself. So it's very interesting that when people decide why people buy for them and speak to that, rather than really understanding the pain points that they solve and the nuances behind why people work with them. We've heard that people work with us because a lot of firms will do that initial strategy work and then hand off the implementation. And Mm -hmm. we stay involved, our senior team throughout. So you're not handed off to more junior employees on an implementation cycle. We're always there and part of things. That's fantastic. I love that. All right, so we're visiting with Amy Anderson with Wild Coffee Marketing in Naples, Florida, and she has this wonderful company that's busted out all over the country and helping clients with their brand work and with marketing, and also, we just found out, with human resources as well. So I've got 12 rapid-fire questions I ask everybody that comes on the show. Are you game for this? I'm game. All right. What's the best memory that comes to mind for you? Diving off the diving board the first time into my mom's arms when it looked like it was 72 feet down, but it was really three. (laughs) I don't think I've ever felt so accomplished. I've built a company from two to 20 people, but that jump off the diving board felt like more of an accomplishment. Leap of faith. Who's the number one hero in your life? My sons. I have two. And their Um, names are? So Anderson and Marshall, two of the most vibrant children who have had to do a lot of growing up on their own. Well, I've been building this company and raising them on my own, and they exceed my expectations as human beings, not in their performance, but in who they are and how they are choosing to live lives that are really interesting. And as people have sort of nightmare stories, maybe about teenage boys, mine have been absolutely phenomenal. So what's the top value you subscribe to? Courage. Who's the most important person in your life? My mother. What's her name? Lynn. And the most cheerful Tony, I, I mean, my mom can just bring the sparkle and, and it's really that energy that has really infused so much of who I am and what I do. What's your favorite thing? Water. What's your favorite food? Grapes. What's the most beautiful place you've ever visited? The Blue Ridge Mountains. Wow. 
you are a mid-Atlantic, North Carolina. I can't get out of it. We've had a house in Cashers, my family has for the last 20 years. And I tell people, did you know that the Blue Ridge Mountains were higher than the Himalayans back when we were Pangea? And then people will say, did you really just bring Pangea into this conversation? I grew up in neighborhood over neighboring state Kentucky. So yes, they're a special place just to the West. If you could describe success in one word, what would that word be? Scale. How do you want to be remembered? For my kindness. If you could go back and talk to a younger Amy, what's the advice you would give her? Be open to anything that comes your way and always know that doors are opening for a reason. Walk through them. What's your favorite sound? Laughter. And of all the lessons you've learned, what's the best lesson? Own your truth. Amy Anderson of Wild Coffee Marketing, everybody. Amy, tell everybody how to find you and how to learn more about contacting you and working with you and all that stuff. Oh, thanks for asking. So our website is at wildcoffeemarketing.com. We have some samples of our work and the types of engagements that we do with our clients. And then people can also find me on LinkedIn at Amy Anderson at Wild Coffee. Is the HR stuff there too, or do they got to go to a different That's website? wildcoffeehr.com, and you can find that. Why, too. of course. Why, of course. Yes. Great. Amy Anderson's been our special guest today of Wild Coffee Marketing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being a friend, and I appreciate you stopping by and spending time and adding value to our listeners. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. All right. Stand by. I've got more here on Better Than Before coming up next. Oh, oh. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo. Or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is your host, Master Coach Tony Richards. And I've got five clear quotes that I want to share with you that'll help you. You can journal these. A lot of people just like quotes and I, I like them. So I want to share from time to time some quotes that I've put down in my journal and you can put down in yours. Number one, if you don't have a fire in your belly and a heart full of desire that you can't imagine your life without the career in your chosen profession, don't even put your foot on the path because you're going to get your heart broken. Charlie Daniels. Number two, the artist, you when you are creating, is not expressing themselves. They are discovering themselves. Stephen Pressfield. Number three, the most important thing is mindset. It's how you think and the vision you have for what you want to accomplish. Alabama head coach Nick Saban. Number four, 
What is harder than rock or softer than water? Yet the hard rock is hallowed by the soft water's perseverance. Ovid. Number five, the spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel are things that endure. These qualities are so much more important than the events that happen to you. Vince Lombardi. Hope you enjoyed those five clear quotes on this week's show. That's our program today. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4, and you can join our free Facebook page, Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. Doesn't cost you a thing. And I post three, four times a day on there, and I put at least five or six tweets out on my Twitter. Special thanks, as always, to our super producer, Tessa Hall, for making us always sound so good on the program. And until we visit again next week here on the Better Than Before show, I'm Tony Richards reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.